Hi, everybody. Welcome to another exciting episode of Bevelations. This is our second Wednesday episode, and I am very excited for this episode with my one of my best gal pals, the lovely Miss Vinchelle, a.k.a. Shea Butterwork. She is a newer queen here in the Philadelphia scene, and she has managed to make a name for herself and is one of the busiest gals on the fucking scene now. So it was fun to sit down with her and kind of talk with someone whom I've seen blossom uh, in her very short time span doing drag here in the city. So sit back, relax, and enjoy this episode with Miss Vinchelle, a.k.a. Shea Butterwork. joined by Vinchelle, a.k.a. Shea Butterwork. Vinchelle took the Philadelphia drag scene by storm and in less than two years has put her spray-painted size 15 pump print on the Philly performance scene. She won Philadelphia Drag Wars Cycle 6 and the Kentucky Derby in the same year, and you may remember her from her work on The Candy Factory, Family Feud, and The Real Housewives of Poor Drag Choices. Please welcome Vinchelle, a.k.a. Shea Butterwork. Yes. Oh, my goodness. You, this, t- you put a lot of thought I did. This, this is another bitch who's like, oh, just make my bio for me. It'll be really funny. Well, you know, it would be. No, that joking. Was, I'm that joking. Was, that, no, was, that was cute. I, I, I highlighted all of the important things that we'll talk about in this. I like that. <laughs> I love the Royal Housewives of Poor Drag Queens. I think I am definitely holding my boots for that one. Trust <laughs> you me. are on season 17 yes, yes. of Real Housewives of Poor Drag Choices. Yes. So hi, Michelle. How you doing? Babe? How are you? I'm good. Welcome back to my home. I'm happy to be back at your How home. I'm you? actually nice and sober here at your home. <laughs> Drink the last a little time Michelle was in my apartment, she may or may not have been wasted throwing wine on the ground. Oh my gosh. But that's okay. We're not going to talk about that. Oops. Yeah, Oops. we don't talk about my you personal life. did it well, again. So hi. Hi. So welcome to the podcast. I know you're an avid listener. I love this. No, I really do. Honestly, this is, I want to say this, first of all, this is amazing that you are doing this because it's something different, you know? It's really great. And I think, you know, who doesn't want to hear your voice all the time? I hear my, I love hearing my voice all the time. I love hearing my voice all the time. No, honestly, this is a great thing. I can't hear enough of my voice. Well, thank you. This is a great thing. So you are enjoying a nice, uh, crisp glass of... White wine. Crisp and I'm, white. Yeah, I'm more of a red wine drinker, but, you I know. Have red. Oh, I do have red wine, though, if you want to switch. I yeah, think I have a little we'll bit. We'll see, you know. And I'm enjoying a nice vodka Diet Coke. Mmm. She loves her vodka. Life. And I know that my listeners like hearing the clink of the of the ice in, yes. the, in the thing. Classy. So, so hi. So you hi. have the distinction of being... Um, one of the the newest gals that I've yes. had the inter- I've I've interviewed a lot of old bitches, mm-hmm. and while you're 712 years old, black don't crack, and you don't look a day over 24. Over 24. Perfect. <laughs> we'll go with that. We'll go with that. I uh, tell that everyone thinks I'm 25 still, so it's okay. Perfect. We won't so ever tell them that. We always start at the beginning, as mm-hmm. I say, a very good place to start. So take us back to the beginning. You are from where? I am born and raised Nashville, Tennessee. Okay. Um, lived there my whole life till I was like 18 years old. So I'm a Southern boy. Love She's a being, Southern I'm belle. I'm a Southern belle. Just don't like Miss Phaedra Parks. Yes, okay. I have my prayer cloth and everything. <laughs> She's wearing white gloves right uh, yes. now. <laughs> white lace gloves. <laughs> um, but yeah, and then I moved up to Philadelphia um, to go to the University of the Arts, and I went there for musical theater. 
for musical theater. Yes, because I'm that gay. Actually, okay, I went to middle school. I went to Warden Arts Magnet Middle School. Then I went to Nashville School of the Arts High School. Mm-hmm. And then I went to the University of the Arts College. So my mom knew I was a fag from jump. Like, <laughs> it was it was. Up. It's so funny, like, doing these interviews, like, talking to drag queens. Like, when did they start? It's one of two avenues. It's mm-hmm. either, I did it on Halloween and I really liked it. Mm-hmm. Or... I did theater. Uh-huh. And, and I did a just, show. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Yep. Just transitioned into that. Mm-hmm. That's so funny. Yeah. And so so what year was it that you moved to Philadelphia? You know, years often talk about age. <laughs> so just know that I graduated. It was the early 70s. <laughs> <laughs> I graduated from the University of the Arts. A little bit ago, and I think that's all you all need You're to know. You're younger than me, so shut the fuck up. That is true, but we don't, you know. Okay. I, no, I graduated a little bit ago. I moved up here, and uh-huh. then I got an off-Broadway show in New York. And then that's when I was like, girl, I was living, okay, I, at one point I, w- I had two homes. I was living in New York, and I was living in Philly. I really thought I was like Kamora, Kamora Lee Simmons, girl. I was living the life Kimora, on the, that's a I was living the life on the fab lane. I was. <laughs> But I was really, I, I, in all reality, though. What was though, show called? The, the, uh, living the Life on the Fab Lane. Oh, okay. Literally, yeah. that. Baby I, Fat. That was her. Oh, that Baby was Fat her. was her brain, yeah. Yes, but right. I literally thought I was Kimora Lee Simmons. I thought I was <laughs> literally. You were a gorgeous Asian woman. Girl, but I was really sweet brown. So it was all a mess. Like, <laughs> and it ain't nobody got time and, for that. And I didn't. She got bronchitis. Yes. That's hysterical. So, what, but you lived in Atlanta for a while too, right? Yeah. So I, I was in New York, and then I ran out of money because New York is fucking expensive. Well, so I was like, "Bitch, no!" So I moved to Atlanta, um, and I lived there for about two and a half years. And I really, I think that might be one of the places that I can see myself actually living for life. No shade to anywhere else, but I just Atlanta is like where I became who I am. Like I just, it's as it's cliche as that sounds. I love Atlanta. Like. It's black Hollywood. I felt beautiful there. Like, it's, it's, it's amazing. Amazing energy. It's just so me. It's very, because it's big city, but it's also down south. And and in all reality, girl, I'm a southern girl. Like, I, yeah. I like the south. I, I like really do. Weather. I love the warm weather. I like slow moving. You know, I like all <laughs> that. You know, up here it's so much. I'm like, what are y'all doing? Yeah. Um, so, what, what, what off-Broadway show did you do? Um, it was called Black Nativity Now. It was Black a blackness meeting. That was a gospel. Was it a Tyler Perry? It was not Tyler Perry. I wish it was. I probably got more famous, <laughs> bitch. Um, but no, it was raid um, in Times Square. And that's that back when I was like, tw- I just graduated college. So it was amazing. I really felt like, you know, of course, knowing who I am out there, y'all, of course, I was thinking I was the shit, living my life um, until I got broke. But yeah. Well, so. well, New York has that habit. That's mm-hmm. why my husband has. Credit card debt that I don't particularly feel like inheriting. Mm-hmm. Um, well, so you came. I'm black, then, so I'll, I'll automatically have debt. So I'm born with debt. You were in Philly and then left and then came back. Yeah, I lived in Atlanta and then, for m- multiple different reasons, um, I decided to move back to Philadelphia. Um, one of the reasons was to start doing drag. One of my good friends was talking about um, how if you want to do drag you should definitely come up here to do it. And I really always wanted to do it, mm-hmm. but I just kind of never had the outlet. In Atlanta, I just knew I wasn't going to fit in down there. So yeah. I just, you know what I mean? So I just wanted to move to Phil. I wanted a new, I just wanted something new. So I moved back up here. Right. And yeah. Okay. Yeah, definitely. Like Philly, I, I've always said I grew up in Baltimore and mm-hmm. Bev would have never happened in Baltimore because mm-hmm. that's just a different 
It's just a different type of drag. It's a different type of drag. Southern drag is very different. Very different. Very different. Then name drop a bit. So you're a little you're good friends with Miss Tyra Sanchez. I am, yeah. She lives in Florida now though. She used to live oh, in Florida. She? she used to live in Florida. She lives in Florida well, now. I didn't know she lives mm-hmm. in Florida. Yeah, now. she used to live in it. It's so funny. When she moved to Florida, that's when I moved to Atlanta. It was we just mm. missed each other, yeah. She's doing great though. She yeah. has a boyfriend. She's doing good. That's good. Yeah. That's good. She's recovered from her meltdown. <laughs> as she's, get into as she sips her wine. Ooh. Okay. So um, you're here. So that establishes you here. So now, you. Um, I remember the day. <laughs> We're gonna take it back. You know oh, what's coming. Oh goodness. Because um, I I haven't had a chance yet to to enter to talk with someone that I I was there at the the beginning of their mm-hmm. of their drag mm-hmm. career. Um, I was not there the night that you first performed at, at Boyer's. Yes. Because that was the Pearl show, right? Mm-hmm. When Pearl was there from yes. Drag Race Season 7. And it's so funny that you mentioned that because Carly just sent me. She's like, look what I found in my phone. I know. And she's getting that. rid of all that shit on her uh, phone. I yeah. love it. I love it. Um, but we were gearing up for Drag Wars Season 6? Were you mm-hmm. six? Cycle six. 6, yes. And it was in the mentors chat. It was me, <laughs> Brooklyn, and Ariana with Mimi. And Mimi posted... This video of you uh, doing your audition video. Tell the tell the viewers what your audition video was. The um, listeners, the viewers, the listeners. It was a montage kind of of me. Let's be closer. It was a montage kind of with with me and mannequins doing straight up by Paula Abdul with an opening scene of me sleeping, getting woken up by. Mimi's How Will I Blow Was it song. straight up by Paula Abdul? I thought it was meeting in the ladies room. No, it was straight up by Paula <laughs> Abdul. And I had two mannequins and I, let me tell you something, I had this bang wig on, I had this dress, <laughs> she thought, and I had a, not one stitch of makeup on, thought she was doing it. She was fish. Wait, but can I, okay, I'm going to take you back. The reason, drag to me, I've always, I, I'm, I know I'm probably overstepping something, but I'm going to tell you how I got into drag. Okay, because that, that kind of leads up to why uh-huh. I did this video. Uh-huh. So I've always loved drag. I always loved drag race, first of all. And so in Atlanta, was towards the end of me living in Atlanta, was like, all right, I'm going to start doing drag. Like, it's going to happen. Like So I would like kind of do some stuff. What I would mainly do is um, <laughs> surprise my friends up, or my roommates. My roommate and her friends, like, they would be upstairs and like, if we were all hanging out, he'd be like, all right, y'all, I'll be right back. I'm going to go to the bathroom. So we'll go downstairs, come up in, like, a wig and, like, this dumbass tutu and thought I was, like, Beyonce. I really did. So, like, literally, and I would always do that. So then I was, like, I came up here, and I was, like, I really wanted to do drag. I was talking to my friend about it off and on. And then all of a sudden, one night, it was, like, 2 a.m., I was smoking. Sorry, I know you don't smoke, but she was chief. Oh, I don't. I I don't mind the marijuana. Okay. I just don't like the smell of the smoke. Okay. Yeah. I will eat it in a brownie. There we go. Put it in a nice edible. I should have bought whatever you a brownie. Whatever form it is, I'm fine. Um, but she was. Sorry, she was, Judy. Sorry, Judy. Love you, Judy. But she was. Um, she was chiefing. So smoking. Excuse me. And um, I woke up at like two a.m. and I was like, "Fuck it, I'm gonna do drag. Like, I'm gonna just do drag." So I literally got on Facebook and I typed in Philadelphia drag. And the very first thing that popped up was Philadelphia Drag War Cycle 6 Submissions. And I was like, okay. I was like, oh, my God. And I remember telling my friend, like, this is a sign. So that same night, okay, this was like at 3 a.m., we decided to get me in To record that video? And we recorded the video <laughs> at like 4 a.m. 
And we didn't get finished until the sun came up. And then I stayed up editing it, thinking I was like fucking Steven Spielberg, bitch. And I straight up edited that whole video. And I sent it in at like 10 a.m. And then went to bed. And I remember I woke up. And I was like, I remember I was telling my friend, I was like, I'm never, this is a, I'm a joke. Like, this is never going to get up. I woke. I went to bed. I woke up to a message being like, "You are now in the Drag Wars Cycle Six chat." And I was like, "Oh my god, like I'm famous." <laughs> <laughs> I remember Mimi like sent us the video and was like, "Hashtag Team Beth, Hashtag Team Brooklyn." And I was like, "What the fuck is this?" I know. And I'm it's like, so- "Who is this Klingon looking bitch <laughs> with this gigantic forehead?" I was like, "Oh." <laughs> I looking back at but, but you know what though? But it's so it's so funny. It's so it's funny. So good. Because but it's also good to look back at that and laugh. Yeah. It really is. Because I'm like, dig, wow. If you dig enough on my YouTube channel, you can find old, horrible videos of my friend and I in Baltimore recording backstage during a production of hairspray, where for some reason I'm speaking with a Minnesotan accent that I yes. stole from Drop yes. Dead Gorgeous. Yes. Like, oh hi, hello, how are you? Yeah. Oh, oh God, Carol's talking to a Carol's talking to the toilet again. Oh, God. Oh, my God. Yeah. I love that. We all got to start somewhere. We all have to. We, we all we make. All what did she say? Somewhere. Choices. We choices. all make choices. Exactly. Everyone, I don't care who you are. You can be the the most amazing Glamazon. You started from somewhere. Somebody has a booger picture of you. Yeah. Looking like a hot mess. Hot mess. Mine I have just so some, happens to be. I have some horrible photos of Miss Ariel Versace on my phone. Oh, Lord. From her first. Bounce out and look at the glamazon that she's become. Mm-hmm. So, um, <laughs> <laughs> love everyone. Future guest Ariel Versace. Love um, everyone. So, so you auditioned for Drag Wars, mm-hmm. and you got on the best mentors team ever. Okay, I'm gonna tell you a small. I'm all about stories. Sorry, y'all. Hope you hope, hope y'all are still. We're listening. only up to 14 minutes. You oh, got wow. plenty of time, bitch. Hope y'all are still listening. Um, but listen, so. I okay. They've gone back Brooklyn, to re-listen to Satina, right? Yeah, no, right. They listen to the they listen to Iris. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but um, when I got on Drag War, when I first came out for Castro Queens, Brooklyn Ford was the first and the only drag queen that spoke to me out of all the queens. There's no Brooklyn shade. Ford was there the night that Pearl was there. Color me surprised. So race chaser. Okay. So I also. No one really spoke to me. I'm just going to be real. Like, I love everyone now, but no one really spoke to me. And I get it now because I don't really, you know, and I catch myself doing clickish. that. I catch myself doing that it's now. And I'm clickish. like, Michelle, say hi to this bitch. Like, come yeah. on now. You've been there yeah. recently. So yeah. I'm like, okay. The drag but scene here is very Brooklyn clickish. Brooklyn 4 was so, I remember her being so sweet to me. And then after I performed. And then she, you met her and she's a horrible guy. No, I love her. <laughs> no, I literally got on that stage. And I remember when they had to applaud to vote. And I, like, was top three. And I remember being like, and I remember beating Brooklyn. And I remember as she was leaving, she was like, you remember me for Drag Wars? And walked away. And I was like, okay. So then I think it was like a set thing that I was going to choose Brooklyn. All my friends in the audience were like, Vinchelle, you're going to choose Brooklyn. It's going to be good. But girl, I'm going to say this. And I love this story so much because I tell this story all the time, even though I don't like you. But when I, <laughs> when I walked out on that stage and the fact that I didn't even get on the fucking stage and you chose me from jump, I, that, during that whole because performance. Because it was the, you did your Nini number, yes, right? And yes. it started off with. When I walked into the room, room I, I own it. it. Yeah, girl, I was like, like yeah! But you have to realize, like, somebody from, from a newcomer like me, that was my, that was my second time ever performing a drag. I have never felt so good in my life because I was backstage 
like, because Sasha Magnolia went before me and she did the 20 minute Beyonce mix. So when she did that, but y'all all all picked her. So I was like, great, it's going to go pick them, not pick them, pick them. I was like, I'm not going to get chosen. So when I got chosen before I even walked up on the stage, totally made my life, could not avoid that. So I chose you and Brooklyn didn't talk to me for two weeks. No. No, I, ch- I, ch- I, I immediately like raised my thing because you were on my radar, but I had never met you before. Right, we never but met. I love a, sh- and this is a, this is a word of advice to like anyone listening who might want to do drag wars. I love a strong choice. Make a strong choice. Make a reference. Make a bold choice that sets you apart from other people. Don't just come out to a fucking pop song we've all heard eight hundred times. I don't want to. I don't want to see you do "Shake It Off" by Taylor Swift. <laughs> We've all seen that nine hundred times. When you started off with with the "When I Walk Into a Room, I Own It," and then it went into the Apprentice. Mm-hmm. The I was just like, oh my god! It was and you know, so. I, it was up my alley, first of all, but it was also such a bold, strong choice to make you know, in the very beginning. Also, not to toot your not to toot your horn again, but like I've watched. I remember. I did my homework, girl, because I'd mm-hmm. never went to Drag Wars before since my cycle. I've never, because I just moved back. Mm-hmm. So Drag Wars um, Cycle 5 ended in December, I think, and I came in in January. So I did not know anything. So I remember I, I went back and watched everything. And I remember I would watch your stuff and Brooklyn stuff and everybody's. And I was like, wow, she does a lot of, like, cutting and, and this and spoken word shit. I was like, oh, my God, that's the kind of drag I need to be doing. I was like, I'm not going to just go out there and do a Beyonce song. I was like, no way. So I was like, I vowed to myself, I was like, I'm not ever going to do something like that. I'm going to go out there. And my very first mix was Tyra Banks' monologue. Because I was like, you know what, fuck it. I've always wanted to do that. And then I, I love Nene. So I was like, yeah. I'm totally coming out to do Nene. So yeah. I love it. I, and thank you. And seriously, though, thank you for inspiring a lot of other people to do, you know, something other than just, you're right. It's not good to just do a pop song. I mean, sometimes that has its good, place. Like, That's just not my personal. It does have its preference. place, but I there's feel a lot like of people that love that. There's but, a lot of people that. Right. That's what they prefer to do. They're impersonators. They're dancing queens. They're they're pretty girls. That's just not my cup of tea. I love a good. Thing. You can measure someone's creativity and their skill by their references that they make mm-hmm. and the amount of like effort they put into something. Mm-hmm. Not just in terms of their look, because I've never been a look queen, obviously, but I've been a creative queen. And mm-hmm. like that's a measure of someone's creativity. I agree. And how willing, especially knowing Mimi and knowing Drag Wars and knowing what she does with challenges, the people that start off creative and being like, I'm going to compile a lot of shit, mm-hmm. go through those challenges so mm-hmm. much easier than, oh, I only do a Madonna song. I only do Madonna. What am I going to do with this challenge? Because I only so do true. Madonna. So. Yeah. That's why I'm really happy I started off that way because yeah. I can't see my, and like even now I can't see myself like have just like starting off just doing that. Don't get me wrong, though. Put me on the one Whitney Houston song, and I will go that all the you way do, through. Do a good I Whitney. love Whitney. You do, you do. Even Whitney. though I'm not the best, but <laughs> I'm not the best. You're like the third or fourth best. Whitney I would consider myself the fifth best. I'll take it. You're the third best, Whitney Houston. <laughs> I see you. Girl. Uh, I am. I'm more of a Bobby Christina impersonator. I was going to say I you're am. more Bobby Brown, but <laughs> that's just me. I do have gold teeth. Uh, so. Uh, so you you uh, made it onto my team. Mm-hmm. You were a front runner from the very beginning, in my opinion, for drag for Drag Wars Cycle Six. Um, but it heads with a couple people. 
whose names we won't mention. <laughs> you know, honestly, though, looking back on it, I will say this. Competitions will make or break you. Mm-hmm. And I even catch, I don't know if anyone, and people can disagree with this, but if anyone looks at my timeline on Facebook, I either promote shows, I promote positivity, or I promote, I promote like other, I, I do like funny memes. I never really say anything personal, personal on Facebook. Sometimes I do. But during Drag Wars, I caught myself getting caught we up We saved a lot. that for group messages. Yes. But I, I caught, I kept, <laughs> Drag Wars, it can get the best of people. And listen, I even, it got the best of me at some points. It gets the best of everyone. If you are really invested in it. If it doesn't get it, you, then you're not, you're not invested, invested in it enough. And so with in some people. If you care my, about it, you're invested in it. And with some people in my cycle, I'm sorry. And like, no shade, no tea. But if you see somebody like those me, people aren't listening anyway. So well, but, but even if but even if they are though, and even if, if someone's gonna tell them, I wanted to be like honest. Like everyone in my cycle was way more experienced than I was. Mm-hmm. So you have to think about it. You have to see some this bitch who can't even do any, can't even paint her face, has no kind of garment whatsoever, but is exceeding in this competition. And you've been doing drag for X amount of years, or you've worked with Whoopi Goldberg or something like that. At the end of the day, like we, you know, we. It's going to be hard on your on your personality. I get it. So I have no shade or no ill feelings towards any of my competitors. I love everybody out. No, I really do. I love everybody <laughs> out there. Even the ones that don't like me. Honestly, I, I do wish them well. Do I talk shit about them? Sore. <laughs> of course. Everyone talks shit, bitch. Everyone that's my favorite Vincelle. I guess. <laughs> I love it. I'm sorry. No. That's when I really think you're funny. So, um, so you had one of the best comeback stories mm. during final night of Drag Wars because you, in that beautiful pearl uh, evening <laughs> Which Mimi called that the worst dress in Drag Wars history. Worst dress in Drag you Wars history. You had to history. do, it was, was it like a pick a jewel or some shit? For, we had to pick a jewel. And, and I thought picking I, I picked pearl, bitch. I thought that was going to be sickening. And you, you just hot glued some... <laughs> Some pearl Christmas garland onto a mother of the bride gown from David's bridals. You know what? No from sh- AIDS thrift. I'm gonna say this once, <laughs> and I'm gonna say this one time only, and we will never mention. I do this not want to talk about. I personally had someone behind me during Drag Wars times that I do not have now. So my style has elevated, my drag is elevated, and I'm making smarter choices. And that's all I'm gonna say about well. You got eliminated, mm-hmm. but you had the, the the fortune of having everyone else that night be <laughs> horrendous, and your like goodbye fuck you number to the crowd was the best number that we had seen that night so far. So we were like, put this fucking bitch back in the competition because we'd sat through. St- five horrendous solo numbers and we were like and it's so funny this is i awful. promise you this is amazing put the amazing back in and get rid of some of the awful because i promise that was you a lot of god choice. is good i'm telling you because everything works out for a reason I, I yes to see the that's that's children of eden oh i was gonna go and i was gonna go the that was children route. of eden i was gonna go that the, uh, the you know the color purple route, but, but um I'm always down for the color purple route. Um, but so, what was I saying, bitch? See? We're talking about God is good. Okay, God is good because listen, I uh, when Mimi pulled the names out of a hat, I had to go last anyway. Okay, so that already was a good thing. And then I got eliminated, and then we all kind of had a separate group chat because we were all pretty cool. 
except for one or two. But we were all pretty cool. <laughs> and but we all were like, what are we doing for the solo acts? And they all were like, I'm gonna do this elaborate thing. And they all had these elaborate ideas. And I said, you guys. Just stick with what you know. I was like, I'm gonna do Beyonce, and all of them were like, Vinchel, no, they're gonna they're gonna read you for that. And I was like, I'm gonna just do Beyonce because I know that that's what's a crowd. I know that's what the crowd wants. And I went out there. I did my Beyonce in my flawless shirt, tucked into a skirt. <laughs> <laughs> but come on, sportswear. Oh my God, come on, Joanna Man. I love the good separate. Oh, uh, even Ariana was like, baby, I like you, but come on now. And Brooklyn was like, I remember after my performance, she was like, you're back in the competition, but we need to go in your closet immediately. I remember Burn that. Burn a lot of shit. Yeah, I did. A lot of shit's been thrown away since then. <laughs> no. A lot of shit's been thrown away. Half the shit I wore in Jaguars, I don't wear anymore. No. Um, and then you ended up coming back and winning yes. the whole night. That was such an emotional night, going from getting eliminated to being brought back and to winning. It was... So good. That was good for you too. You had the team Bev girl in. And well, well, I'm I'm a good. That night was great. I I felt so much love that night, regardless, and even with my runner up and with everybody. Like I mean, the top three, we were all so close. Like me, Chastity, and Ophelia, Vinfility. I forgot we called her. So I don't know. We tried to do the Velasca talk shit. Vinfility. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Cute. But yeah, so it was. It was one of the best nights, honestly, of my life. I will never forget that. I will never forget some nights, and that's a good night for me. Hey. And you then you exploded onto the drag scene. And so you have... Uh, so what, what like recurring gigs do you have now? Tell us about those. Well, of course, with you, we have every Saturday and Sunday at Chibo Drag Brunch. Drag brunch. And then we also have Diva Royale. Um, and then we also, I also have, um, the funny gals, which I started a couple months ago at Tattooed Mom, which is starting to get a lot better, a lot better. Mm -hmm. So it's going to be good. And then I also have my rich show, which is every other month. And that is pretty much, um, just like a variety drag show. That is at the Ritz Theater in New Jersey. And yep. In Oakland, New Jersey. I always treat this as if no one knows, has any idea what the yes. fuck we're talking about. Yes. That's good. No, that's, that's very good. Good job, girl. Look at me. I'm she's a hostess. A, she's a hostess fish. Um, smelling like trout. No, I'm joking. But, um, but yeah, so. I brushed my teeth today. <laughs> it was, um, there. So it's really good. And your next show at the Ritz, which I'll make sure this comes out before, mm -hmm. is your two-year drag anniversary. Yes, yes. Vincella's have to turning two, two. She's entering her terrible twos. Oh, You're oh. going to be worse to deal with than you already are. Oh, I'm no. So that sucks. <laughs> oh. So that's fun. Who's in that show? Um, you are in that show. I wanted to put in all of you. said, who's in that show, bitch, me? Um, I wanted to put a lot of the people who've been there for me, for me from the beginning and people who have been really supportive. Mm -hmm. So um, a lot of them weren't available, so I had to get you. Perfect. And then I got Sutton Fierce. Perfect. I got um, the Ritz regulars, Anita Manhattan and Maria Topcat. Maria Topcat. And then also have Cleo Thatcher doing Perfect. It. So it's going to be a really, really good show. With the big voice. Yeah, it's going to be like a, you know, some dancing. Anita's going to probably shed a couple costumes and, you know, you are going to do something funny and then we're going to have Cleo sing. It's going to be really, really good. It's going to be really, really good. I'm excited. And Sutton is going to, um, okay, I'm sorry. Like, I love Sutton and Sutton is going to be, I'm, oh, I don't know if I told you this, but I'm going to be requesting numbers because this is my two-year Oh, are you? I didn't know I'm requesting that. one number. That's one of my favorite numbers. So you're requesting my Celine Dion number? Absolutely Perfect. fucking lootly not. <laughs> Woo, she does that five times a day. I do. Um, it's my moneymaker. It is. Home. But, um, 
Yeah, so Sutton's going to be doing rolling um, on the river. I, I love when she does. She sounds so good. So I'm so excited about that. But that's just a little little sneaky peek. There's going to be, the other girls have no clue what they're going to do. You have no clue. Oh, okay. I'll tell you later. Okay. Okay. You have a while. So, um, so you have managed to, you've done shows. Um, you just did a production of Lacage, mm-hmm. so you have managed not a lot of people because I don't, I don't do theater anymore, and I mm-hmm. started with the theater theatrical background. Mm-hmm. Um, you are still working in the theater as well as doing drag, and you actually have happened to merge them. Talk talk to us about that. Yeah, um, it started with Rent at the Ritz Theater, um, and a, I'm not trying to sound like bougie or like you know blah blah blah, but I don't I never audition. I kind of just get asked because they don't have. Oh, any she's other. like Patty Lapone. Yes. She well, no, but they don't have Megan, any. They need to fill I that don't quota. Audition. No, they need to fill that quota, bitch. They want to be. I'm just filling a quota right yeah, now. They, on you all, on now, this, Revelations on this, uh, is now podcast. eligible for NAACP awards. Yes, I'm gonna win an Image Award. Yes, you're gonna go Steve to the BET Award. Steve Harvey's gonna present it to me. Yeah. I'm so excited. He's not gonna think you're. He's not gonna be. Ben Carson is gonna be there too. I'm so excited. Yes, and so is Carson Daly. He'll be there as well. And Portia from your. Yeah, and, and and that. We can't forget about that bitch. Um, but yeah, so 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 but but you did Lacage, and that was a production. I did Lacage. Where you were I had to in, be in drag. drag. Yes, and that was um, you know, I love doing theater, and this kind of goes back to why I kind of moved also from New York is that I think that theater for me personally is that when I was younger, I used to do theater back to back to back to back because I was always in art school. Now, I think when I turned, after that national tour, I did the national tour, and after I did that we national about tour. We talked about No, we talked about the Off-Broadway show, not the national tour. Oh, okay, that's right. I've done a couple things, girl. They tuned oh. off. They tuned off. Oh, okay. <laughs> but after the national tour, I told myself, she Vincent, corrected me. I was like, oop, I said Vincent, whatever. Vincent, I am not going to do back to back shows. It's wearing and tearing and I just it was I'm not built for Broadway or doing back to back shows like that. So I decided to take a break. So with this, I kinda did not want to do theater, to be honest with you. Like drag has kind of really taken over my life and rent kinda just And it's fucking lucrative. In. It is. But rent kinda just rent kinda came into my hands and Lakage kinda just got handed to me. And I was doing it with Maria. So I was like, you know what, I'm doing it like with the friend and I, so I just decided to do it. I don't know now. I've also been offered to do Sister Act at the Grand Theater, and I, I've turned it down, and I'm, I, I'm saying that publicly now. Would that be a drag role? They, there is a drag role in Sister Act. There is Ew. a drag role. Um, it's a very small role. It's ensemble, but he comes out, and he pretends to be Dolores. So, I mean. Oh. And, yeah. And, I, I and Sister Act is one of my I favorite. I saw it, like, four times on Broadway. I love Sister Act. But, um, yeah. So I think right now I'm going to lay low on theater and just really focus on Vinchel because i got a lot of good stuff coming up right. for Vinchel, and I'm really liking where my drag is going right mm. now. We're going to pause so we can refill. BRB. And we're back. Yeah. She has refilled her wine. Yes. I, I switched like. to a lovely La Croix. Oh. La Croix, uh, the white people's uh, drink of choice. La Croix, sparkling it. We never seltzer. had those in my this home. This is apricot flavored with a little uh, vodka. That is, that is so white. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that, she is, that is the apricot. I love a good apricot flavored seltzer. I know a couple girls back home named apricot, bitch. I'm sure you do. I'm sure you do. <laughs> 
So, um, so we're up to the present now. Mm-hmm. So we have pl- we're right at the perfect mark to talk about to do the twenty questions portion of our podcast, where we Ooh. talk about favorites, most embarrassing moments, mm-hmm. advice. Mm-hmm. So, uh, what is your favorite? First, what is your favorite number to perform? Oh, wow. That's actually a hard one. And you know what? I like that that's a hard one because that means that I like when I'm, I like mm-hmm. some of the, you know what I mean? I honestly, some numbers I can do over and over again. Um, and like, honestly, I will say I'm every woman. As cliche as that is, I become Whitney. Like, I feel like I just love I'm every woman. It's such a great song. I love your I'm every woman that has the, spoken the random word. spoken word in the middle. So Because it's so Whitney and it's so fucking I good. Just, I just lo- I love Whitney Houston so much. That's one of my favorite numbers. That I you do, do love as Whitney. Well. I do love that. And I do like your uh, Oprah I love. I do love Brent. the Oprah. You know, did you hear she has a, a, a new Chips one? I love Chips. <laughs> I'm going to do that Come on, soon. Oprah. I, I love that she is considering a presidential run. I love it. I would vote for her. Girl, I think a lot of motherfuckers would vote for her. Okay. No goddamn heartbeat. I'd be right up there. So what is your best memory in My drag? My best memory Or your, like, your best experience in drag? I have two of them. Can I say Perfect. Two I don't give a okay. fuck. The, fir- the second one. We'll start with the lowest to highest. Um, not lowest, but you know. Um, when I got the opportunity to host... Um, Divas of Drag, the pre-show at the Oh, TLA yeah, 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 Theater. Mimi's tour. I will never forget. Um, I actually felt amazing. I looked, I mean, I just, I felt really good. And, you know, it's just, I don't want to get all emotional, but, like, it's just great being I a, get so emotional, baby. Oh, I thought we were about to go, you got me feeling like a, we didn't have a sound check. We did not have a sound check. Um... She said, Happy New Year's, bitches. Um, but anyway, sorry, I Sing love for it. me. That was amazing. Um, but yeah, so I um I just love that I'm still I'm still relatively newer than as you were saying earlier, than a lot like a lot of queens I do shows with, and I'm in charge, I'm hosting, and you know, as much as that can go to someone's head, and of course, you know, sometimes it does. I honestly am humble and very happy to have done that. That was probably one of my best. I will never forget just being around the drag race girls and then being like, oh well, Vinchelle's hosting. Like that was probably the highlight of my life. And then the second highlight of my life was um in Drag Wars. Week three, when I we had to do circus week, and I had a lot of. I remember my, my firm recorded it, and then I had heard a lot of negative comments in the audience when I won, or or when I got in the top three. And then that next week, I will never forget. I was like, I'm going to come back and slay. And I was like, I'm going to do my, my a good Michelle Obama number. And I will never forget the minute before I walked on that stage, I was like, Vinchelle. Please, I was like, let this go over well, Lord, and Vinchel just commit. And I went out there, and that to this day still might be one of my best numbers. A lot of people I love that still number. talk about that number. It after and it I just it's and I will it's it I blacked out doing it though. I only remember me going out. I don't remember actually doing the number because, but I just remember winning and that feeling that we because I was in the top three a lot, but I was never winning because my wardrobe was a mess. But I got enough votes to win that night, and that was one of the best. Yeah. Feelings ever, ever. So, completely, complete non sequitur. But I remembered I wanted to ask this. So, where did the drag name come from? Oh yes. Okay. 
I went to the University of the Arts, and UArts had about two black people that went there. It was me and the custodian. And Octavia. And Octavia. So it was me and the custodian. So I would pass by him, and then he, you know, we give him that look like, brother, we know the struggle. <laughs> um, and we kept walking. You um, recognized him from the meetings. So me and my bestest friend, Alan, shout out to Alan. I know you're not listening. Actually, you will be listening, because I'm going to make you listen to this. But shout out to Alan. Love him. We were looking through um, the upcoming freshmen, because we were about to be sophomore. And we were flipping through the photos, and we was like trying to find out all the cute boys. And we were, you know what I mean? <laughs> so we were like, "Who? Who's Jeffrey?" Um, but we were like looking through, and we who's were like, Dylan? "We were like, who's Dylan? He got the cutest. He got bottom." Um, and so we were like looking through, and then, girl, I will never forget this moment. We flipped that page, and everyone had photos, of course, because they had to send headshots. And this one black beautiful girl had her hand up and she was posed down and her name was Vinchel. And me and my friend were like, shut the fuck up. Because my name is Vincent. We were like, shut up. So all through college, all my best friends, behind her back, mind you, all called me Vinchel. Like, that was my name. <laughs> my best, best friends called me Chell, for short. Like, sometimes, I, my best friend just sent me a text the other day, Chell? Like, I, I still answer the Chell. And I, so that's where that came from. And she she just recently found out that I have her name. I got a message. So you know who she is? Oh my god! Yeah, she went to college. She she came to UArts. Right, but you actually like knew her, knew her. Oh my god! Yeah, girl. Everyone called me that behind her back. <laughs> everyone called me that, except for this one time when we were in a show together, and this was a seven-hour rehearsal, and we were sitting at the table, and I was so delirious, and my one friend Brittany, who was in the show, was yelling for, was trying to get Vincelle's attention, and she was like, Vincelle, Vincelle was like doing something because she was a little crazy. She was like, Vincelle, <laughs> Vincelle. That's another reason why I asked my name. She was like, Vincelle, Vincelle, and I was like, what? You know, and then <laughs> she was right there, and I remember everyone looked at me, and I was like, "Oh, I thought she said Vincent." I covered it up beautifully. <laughs> um, but then, because she's an actress. Yes. And then just a month ago, just a month ago, I got a message from because she doesn't have a Facebook, but she just got back on Facebook. I got a I got a message from her being like, "Did you steal my name?" <laughs> that was all I got, and I was like, "Hey, babe." <laughs> um, and then Shea the Work came from. I am all about skincare. I love skincare and I love. I do. No, <laughs> I do. You probably I used to work at Kill. No, I. I Honestly, I'm addicted to like that's the that's the Atlanta in me. Like I love like natural skin products, and shea butter is a 100% natural butter that comes from the actual shea, and it's amazing, and it works your hair, your face. So I've always joked, been like, "Bitch, shea butter works." Like shea butter really works, and then I said, "Oh my God, shea butter work!" Like so, I did, that just happened, but then. I didn't know what to do, girl, because I was Vincel is like my name. Like that is <laughs> I answer to that on the streets, girl. Like that is my name. Like so I put in the AKA, which I guess I'll admit to y'all now. I kinda I don't know if I regret it. I don't know if I'm gonna like drop it. I don't know if I'm gonna be very Beyonce Sasha Fierce with it, like every other <laughs> black gay man in the world. But I I I don't know. I just it's a lot. And Vinchel obviously is just Vinchel's my name. I'm not never giving that up. I know Michelle Visage sent that video in for Drag Wars like Vinchel, give him just what's your name. But um, I love Vinchel and AKA Shea Butter. Shea Butter will always be with me and will always be inside of me. <laughs> but yeah. have you ever heard how um, completely non soccer but reminded me? Um, have you ever heard Shangela talk about how she got her name? No. Shangela 
used to do like telemarketing or whatever, and the name Shangela Laquifa Wadley was just someone's name like on a piece of paper that she had to call. Stop. And she called this woman, and the woman was like, "Who is this? Yes. Who am I speaking with?" Yes, that's a good you have reached place. Shangela Laquifa Wadley, and you will remember it. Oh my god! And she was just like, "That is the most fabulous name I've ever seen." So she completely just stole it. From start to finish, and now he uses it, and it's like somewhere She's out there, known. there is a woman named Shangela Laquifa Wadley, who his name has been totally usurped by a. By speaking a of um, speaking of Shangela, actually, Shangela's another. I'm really cool with Shangela as well. Mm-hmm. We um, got close during um, the whole um, during situations in Philly, so we. Um, yeah, I love Shangela, and actually, I'm going to be doing a show with her at I, for the Eye Candy anniversary party um, coming up on oh, April. Fun. Yeah, I'm doing that show in April 15th. It'll never be out by then. If it is, come see it, Shangela Michelle Visage. I just love saying her name. Oh, like she gonna that. be there? Michelle Visage and Alyssa Edwards, and then myself, Brooklyn Ford, Satine, Aloe. Um, yeah, it's gonna be a really good show. So check Yay, us out. Yeah, that's fun. We'll plug shit at the end. Yeah, sorry. So no, you're fine. Um, so, so that's okay. why I got my name. Perfect. <laughs> Long story short. <laughs> so what is your most embarrassing <laughs> drag memory? All right. Well, you were there for, you were there. You were there. Mm-hmm. Um, Bev has a, a great hit show called Bev's Bitch Fest, as we know. And I am a frequent flyer there. Thank God. She'll Thank be at the Bev. next one. I will be at the next one. Thank you again. And... As we all know, they're highly attended, and um, I decided to not. I decided to, to do something That's different. That's your with my most way. embarrassing memory. I mean, I don't have an. I don't. I really don't have any other ones. Okay. I've never fallen. I've never done anything like knock on wood, girl. But my wig fell off, and I just was laughing at someone that's, <laughs> that wig fell off. So I was mortified. Your wait, wait. Your entire wig didn't fall off. No, just it was a very stacked wig, and the top wig came off. So you were serving us black Benjamin black Franklin, because <laughs> it was just a crown of hair around the side with my with and, some kind of a tape. So you saw a and tape, just bald head and flapping uh, wig. Because you know my forehead is an IMAX theater bitch, <laughs> so it was a mess. Yeah, I do remember that. That's funny. That's funny. Pretty embarrassing because. All y'all, all all the youths was there to see it. That's why. I love it. And um, uh, what is your least favorite number that you've ever done? Least favorite number I've ever done. Um, I would have to say my the number that put me in the the only time I was ever in the bottom for Drag Wars was when I got put in for the offensive night. I'm not an offensive or an off kind of humor kind of queen. I like to make. What was your I like to I joke remember. exactly, exactly. Um, it was a Bill Cosby number. I was like trying to do Janice Dickinson, and I just, oh, I, I just thinking that. about it, it was exactly. I drink a lot. But girl, it wasn't memorable. I'm drunk right now. Yes, it, but it wasn't memorable. So it was, oh. it was a really bad number. Okay. So yeah. So um. What are your uh, pet peeves? Drag pet peeves? For Philly drag or just per, drag? Just in general. in general. Performance, as an audience, as a performer, as a blah, 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 blah. As an audience what, member? What drives you nuts? As an audience member, you must know your words. You must know your words. I feel like a lot of people... 
feel the need to not, and we're going to go ahead and say this now because it's going to be out by the time, but I'm going to be a Drag Wars mentor for Cycle 8. And let me tell you something. While Brooklyn's looking for aesthetic and while you were looking for, you know, your mixes and your this, I need to make sure you are fully committed with your words, earphones, in your ears at all times. It's really annoying going to see a show when someone did not take the time to know their words. Yep. I would slave, and I mean in every way possible, okay? I would slave in my bed, listening to my earphones. Yeah, yeah, yes, yes, yeah, yeah, all that. Thank you. Um, that's copywritten, and that's also racist. iTunes will probably take it's that also out. racist. Uh, <laughs> I have several black friends. I'm allowed to make that. Yes, joke. I'm friends with Bob the Drag Queen Hunter. Also, uh, well, you know, also, um, do not take off your wig. Don't do all that, girl. We don't have the time for all that. Yeah. And as a performer, when I'm performing, sit there, watch the show. If you cannot handle your liquor, do not come to, do not touch me. Do not dangle your dollar at me. Do slap. not, do not slap me. You better not. That, that girl knew better than that. Do not. I just, it's just, it's all about common de- courtesy when you go to a drag show. And a lot of people kind of lose that when they get excited. And I get it. I've been drunk before. I've been excited. But you must respect the performer on the stage. Yeah. Okay. So, as we're winding down here, we're right at the perfect mark. So, um, you are the perfect person to Mm -hmm. give advice Mm -hmm. because you are a relatively new queen who Mm -hmm. has managed to ascend to the ranks. What advice do you have to someone who might be listening to this thinking about starting off or like being a baby queen who just started what advice do you have to uh, those newer performers who want to want to try to make a splash there are two things that will get you bookings and will get you that will that Speak are, up, bitch. yeah there are two things that will help you get bookings in Philly and that will have you be really successful in drag. And the first thing is that you always need to be willing to learn. And by that, I mean, you, if, if once you know it all, you must stop. You must stop. Everyone at all the times, at all times, you must be willing to try something new. You must be willing to learn. The second thing is, is that when you have to have a basic understanding when you do drag almost anywhere but I'm only going to speak for Philly it is 80 it is 20% talent 80% dressing room game we always focus on how you are in that dressing room and that is how you get rebooked a lot of times i've been one thing i've learned in drag is your dressing room game gets you rebooked i've sure. been told that a, a lot of times by a lot of people it's not even dressing room game it's how you are to deal with on the administrative end to begin right. with. That's kind Did of what I mean. Did you turn your right shit in on time? All of were that. Were you coherent? Like, were you speaking with the group in the group text? Like tardiness, yeah. um, rudeness backstage. You Do just, we have to fucking wait for you to right. put your shit on? You have yeah. to be likable. I mean, it's just a whole lot of things. And 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 with that being said, not everyone is going to like you. And I, I've, I've voiced that a lot to people, but at the end of the day, you have to know the people that love you and cling on to the people that love you and love yourself. Aww. That's a good note to end on. You know. So, um, as we're winding down here, Ms. Vinshell, a.k.a. Mm-hmm. Shea Butter Work, mm-hmm. do you have any events you want to plug? This is the plug your shit portion of the show. Plug your shit. That sounds disgusting, and I'm very classy, but um, <laughs> as we all know, that's listening. In if you're still listening. Um, these are not sweatpants. These are church vans, girl. I'm from <laughs> a church vans with you, girl. Um, hallelujah. Um, but, yeah, 
April 11th will be Funny Gals, hosted by Asala Vista. I don't know if this will be out by then, but if it is, Bev, you're in that. We have a, a troupe, me, Bev, Astala, and Sutton, and we rotate every by mo- every other month. Um, and Astala is going to be hosting this month. Mm-hmm. And then um, the Ritz Spring Fling two-year anniversary show will be on the 30th at the Ritz Theater. Check me out at Chibo Drag Brunch all the time. Um, I'm also in Jersey a lot. Like, Astala and I work together a lot, so I'm always going to be at Landmark um, every now and then. I'm always going to be um, at Tortilla Press Drag Brunch that's, that's starting up, which is amazing as Are well. Are you doing the Disney show? Mm-hmm. Oh, no, I don't think I'm doing that. Okay. <laughs> I did a month off. I did the last two. I did the last two. So, um, but they usually give me like a month off every now and then. So, um, and besides, like there can only be one Snow Black. You know what I mean? So, you know. You uh, never wear that outfit. I know. I never wear it. Um, and then yeah. Also, just follow me on social media, and also you can catch myself, Bev, and Brooklyn. Fighting it out on April thirteenth um, at Drag Wars. We're gonna be. I'm. This is gonna be my first time ever behind the Your table. First time behind the table. And you know, this is honestly, and I don't want to cry on my last couple moments, and I'm a little tipsy. But straight up, this is. It means the world to me that I'm actually just from, from where I started to now. It just seriously oh. means the world to me. Straight that I'm up. Here. Tell me. Do you really want to love me forever? I don't want to love you forever. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> no, no but I'm excited to have you on the other side. You're, it's, it's, it's a fucking, it's a whole different animal. So it I'm is. I'm excited to see you see it. Because, A, you, got, you better, I, I, learned, I didn't learn this near fast enough. It's a lot of sitting and drinking and trying to maintain coherence. Because it is a long ass show, and you were mm-hmm. sitting a long time, drinking a lot of free alcohol. <laughs> wow! There were many of moments, many a night where I was just like, "Oh, it's 1:30 a.m. and I'm obliterated, and I've done nothing." <laughs> I love that. That's like that's like key. But yeah, so I'm I'm really excited. I'm really excited about that. To you know, to have another perspective on the panel, and to you know, to obviously now y'all are really able to. Of course, obviously now we can be on BET. Um, so it's good. Look, it's really, really good. We can be on VH1. Just like that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, Vinchel, thank you so much for coming over. Thank Cheers. you so much for having me, Ben. Love you, love uh, you. And join us next time. Bye. 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 Yes, that was our episode with the lovely Miss Vinchel, a.k.a. Shea Butterwork. She was a hoot. I love her. If you haven't already, hit that subscribe button and you will get automatic downloads of every Wednesday's interview episode of the podcast and our extra special Monday episodes where we recap RuPaul's Drag Race with the lovely Miss Brooklyn Ford and Satine Harlow. If we're not friends yet on Instagram, then you can find me at It's Bev Bitch on Instagram and on my fan page on Facebook, Simply Bev. And I will see you all next week. Bye.